Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. Anthony is painting my TV with his finger. I was just, I was, <laughs> I was just com- com- coming over the letter. <laughs> I am Mike. I am Anthony. And oh. we are back with uh, La Casa 3 this week. Yeah. A.K.A. Or, Ghost House. Yeah. Is Now, was it originally called? Like, it's just like a different... Like... Dude, they knew from the beginning what they were doing with this. Yeah. Um... But before we get into that, Anthony, what's up? What you been up to? We'll keep this quick. <laughs> yeah. I know people don't give a fuck. No, I think I think people actually prefer the banter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Oh man, <laughs> I think, uh, no, um, not much this week. It was pretty slow. Just work. Slow week. Weddings start next weekend. So oh shit, boring stuff. Just prepping, getting shit out of the way. I gotta get a suit. Oh yeah, for for oh for oh yeah, the yeah, Ian's wedding. yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, got a lot man. coming up. We got a lot going on. Yeah, we got. What you got? You, um, Ian's and yours. Yeah, but I have to film a lot of weddings. It just means black polos. But then, like, oh wow! And then, um, Ian's the first wedding I have, and then I have we have Greg, I have Greg's, and then I wasn't have, invited. It's it, it, it's okay. It, people shouldn't get offended if they're not invited to weddings. I really don't even want to be invited to weddings. To tell you the truth, it's it's like it's it's just like once once you start planning a wedding, it's like like. It's it's just like you can't you can't invite everybody you know it yeah, sucks yeah but um and then then it's my wedding and then I think Jerry's wedding is before mine it's it's crazy damn. it's busy damn yeah <laughs> what did you do this week uh nothing I didn't nothing. do fucking anything I went to work Anthony I watched a bunch of movies though this week I've yeah. been trying to keep you know take a take a chunk out of the stack of shit to watch yeah um what did I watch uh. Live like a cop, die like a man. That one's on Amazon. If you want to ever yeah. watch that, that's a great Italian action movie that was never released in uh, in America. It was f- directed by uh, the guy that did Cannibal Holocaust. Ooh, it's nice. really it's interesting, man. It's very uh, very European. Yeah, I watched. I forgot what I watched on Amazon. I watched. I had I have this thing on Amazon where it cycles through movies, which is like if you have a if you're like a Prime member, yeah, or like an like elite Prime member, yeah, you could cycle through movies that are not like um, a, on the site, but they're able to rent, and you pay like a dollar a week, and they just cycle through them, yeah. And I watched um, Into the Spider Verse, <laughs> that the, the the cartoon, oh, oh yeah, Spider- yeah, yeah, which is very good, yeah, which was which I was, didn't see that. It's not it, a Spider Man fan. Never it, liked the character. It's um. Then you would like this, yeah. If you, yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I surprisingly enjoyed it. You see Spider Man as like a middle aged man. You see him as like a, uh, like a, a pig. You see him as like a Nicholas Cage does like a like the shadow. Really, Spider Man. Yeah, it's supposed to be like in different um, um, universes like in like this like um 
there's like a rip in the universe and all these like Spider-Mans from different dimensions all yeah. come into our world. Yeah. And the original Spider-Man dies like oh. the, in our world. And then the Peter Parker from another world who is like divorced and upset with his life falls into our world to train the new Spider-Man. It's very, it's very confusing, but it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. It's more, I, I'm surprised. It, like, it was I, pretty dark. Uh, I don't think I've seen the other Spider-Man. The new one? Yeah. It's good. It's way better. I don't think I saw that. You would. It's it's better than. I just um, no, I just don't like the character. Ooh, I don't yeah. know why. Just not into it. I like superhero movies. I still got to see Endgame. You didn't see Endgame yet? No, I'm surprised. Man. Yeah, you know. You 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 would like you liked Infinity <laughs> War, right? I did. You love if you liked Infinity War. Yeah, if you liked Infinity War, you would like this one a lot. Yeah. There's um, a very uh, maybe you would probably see it in. There's a very 80s feel or like. 80s sci-fi like uh like there's like a time there's yeah, a time yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. to it that's like super like like it would have been cool this would have been like if they call it something else like you know like space like time cops or something it was so like they get together and they just go through time yeah yeah it's yeah. pretty cool it's pretty i like how they're kind of not it has a very the last one ended super serious Did you say time cop like the game like time cop yeah i love time cop. <laughs> but like how the last one ended so dark and sad I would thought like okay, the next one's gonna be so down, but it, it's kind of the vibe of that Thor movie that was like basically a comedy. Yeah, like it's really funny. The Hulk is like Doctor Hulk. He's between Banner and the Hulk. Oh, so yeah, he's yeah, basically yeah. just like he's like super funny. It's just Mark Ruffalo's voice. Yeah, but yeah. in the Hulk, and he has glasses. And yeah. Shit. It's super funny. <laughs> I actually bought a few movies this week. Yeah, All, I saw you posted a bunch of them. Uh, no, like I, I got some others coming that we're going to probably end up doing on here, yeah. man. Uh, you'll, I guess you'll see. It's going to be, uh, it's gonna be pretty get? good. Uh, you know, I, I, got a, I got us a Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, there you go. Straight from Japan. Oh, the, yeah. You were the sick. only. How it, much was that? <laughs> uh, you know, I got a guy. You got a guy. Also got Macabre, a.k.a. Frozen Terror. Another good one and uh, Cat in the Brain, Lucio Fulci film. We're definitely doing that on yeah. here, aka uh, Nightmare Concert. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, all when, these movies should just have one title. I know, dude, it's but they're coming from they're coming the from other countries. countries. Yeah. yeah, it's not like ship made. It's here. a foreign film, exactly. But this week, Anthony, uh, we did another foreign film, another Italian masterpiece. Um, we did Ghost House. Where it, was this filmed? I didn't even look anything. Uh, I think some of the shit was filmed in Italy, but a lot of the stuff was filmed in America. Yeah. And funny enough, the house that they used for this house by the cemetery, same house. Yeah, I figured that. Yeah. yeah. But um, this was directed by Umberto Lenzi, who you would know from Cannibal Ferox, Nightmare City, um, Nightmare Beach, um, Eaten Alive. Man from Deep River, all these cannibal films. But uh, it was also produced by Joe D'Amato, who you would know from making uh, Grim Reaper. Was it oh, yeah. Anthropophagus? Whatever the was fuck. That, I don't, that's yeah. just, and Beyond the Darkness, that's a really good one. That's uh, also released by Thriller Video under Buried hmm. Alive. I feel like this part would be popular now still. Oh, like the big loft? <laughs> my, my, minus the... the, the Oscorp laptop. Yeah, but look at that nice Kenwood ham radio he's got there. And that little, like, Apple II. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this... Oh, also the music was done by Piero Monta... Was it Montanieri? 
I like the music in this. And if you could find the OST for it, it's really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it was released in August of 1988 in Italy. And apparently it just says 1989 on IMDb in America. So this probably never made it to, uh, it's probably never made it to a theater here. The this is all, States. yeah, this is probably all to video. But um, yeah, it was filmed in the same house that they did uh, House by the Cemetery. They also filmed in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, it looks like a little, you could see like some of the stuff that was in Boston. I feel like all these European directors love doing like pickup shots and shit in like the actual city. Yeah. So they got like a fucking trip out of it. Yeah, that scene where she's by the phone, I think that was Nathaniel Hall. That's why I was kind of looking at it. Like which just now, or she uh, was uh, oh, Nathaniel yeah. Hall in Boston. Yeah, no, like this it. was this was filmed in Boston. Yeah, but this was uh, this was known as La Casa Three. Yeah, in Europe, and La Casa One and Two would be Evil Dead One and Two. Did you know that? It's it's so confusing. I okay, guess, yeah. so Evil Dead One and Two, they're known as La Casa One and Two, and Diamato wanted to cash in on this uh, Evil Dead. Franchise, franchise, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So he uh, thought, oh, fuck it. I'll make another one. Call it Ghost House or La Casa 3. Yeah. And it was made as an unofficial sequel. So they wanted some sort of continuity, but there really isn't. Because yeah. nobody really becomes possessed in this or yeah. anything. I they guess just... they could just say like, oh, in America, it's called this. But in our yeah. continuity, it's called this. But there's no real continuity so, to the film. So Evil Dead was what, 1981 yes. or something like that? And yeah. then Evil Dead 2, I think, was 87. Uh, and then this was released in 88 in Italy. So it would have it been a year are, after. Was it in, Not, in, in 1990? 92. 90, really? I thought I it was, it was 90. 90. I don't know. But um, La Casa 4 was released after this. Yeah, You would know that as witchery. Okay. Which I doubt you've seen that movie, but uh, David Hasselhoff's in it, so is Linda Blair. Uh, Blair, shit, the movie sucks. It's really fucking bad. But uh, that was released in 1989 in Italy, so they released that pretty much right after this. La Casa Five, Beyond Darkness, that was released in 1990. Not a bad movie. That one's actually pretty okay. That one's got a, a whole thing about like witches being burnt on the property of the house, that kind of thing. So now La Casa Six and Seven. We're both like made part of the franchise after the fact, I guess, because La Casa Six is House Two, which was released in 1987. Wow! So That's that confusing. doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then the horror show was La Casa Seven, and that's the one with Lance Henriksen. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Never but that was it. released in 1989, and that was the unofficial foreign sequel to. House 2. So that was known as House 3 in Europe. But there was a House 3 and 4 released, I believe, right? I'm just going to call these movies what their titles are. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, 6 and 7 have zero connection to anything. Like, it's not even close to being connected. Yeah. But uh, I'm not saying that 3 to 5 are, but at least 3 has a haunted house, and so does 5. And I... Four was like a haunted hotel or some shit. I don't know. On like an island somewhere. But uh, yeah, this is extremely confusing. <laughs> I wasn't able to find anything about uh, how much it made or anything like that. Production costs, nothing. But uh, this was made in the late 80s. The Italian gore phenomena mm -hmm. was uh, winding down, would you say? 
Yeah, it was. It was they were they were hitting it big in the late seventies, early eighties. We're going into like slasher of the world now, almost. Nightmare on Elm Street's big in eighty eight, yeah. right? Yeah. We're getting into that territory, almost the nineties, and then it's the dead, like a dead period, really, right? Yeah. To, well, uh, Night of the Living Dead remake, not bad. Good at all. I like that. That was what nineteen ninety. Or ninety one. That was, 90. was early nineties for sure. It was definitely not the eighties. But uh, that that's awesome. But then really, everybody says what Scream, change like Scream was like the slasher that that started the whole like teen slasher of like, I guess you could say like I guess yeah, like the revival of the teen slasher. Yeah, yeah. What there was a, like a different twist on what it. What year was Candyman? Was that the nineties? Ninety three. That movie's fucking. Yeah. That's that's like the revival of nineties horror. Oh, I just remember what I watched this week, horror movie. What'd you watch? I watched the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street because it was on Prime. Oof. It's not. Prime. Yeah. I just really, I, we, <laughs> talked, <laughs> we talked about it last week and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I should maybe give it another shot. I'm like, why did I try? Yeah, why Prime? Prime. That shot where he kills, cuts his throat and dies pretty, pretty that's the only. That's the only good part of the movie. Yeah. What sucks is that's right in the beginning too, right? It's the first It's the first. It's first, it's the first thing. It's like, wow, this is really kind of awesome. And then the rest of the movie goes on and it sucks. It sucks. Uh, Anthony, uh-huh. do you, oh, sorry. Whoa. Jaw. <laughs> Would you care to get into this movie? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's hit the trailer or, you know, this trailer kind of sucks for you guys because you can't really see it. You know, can't see it. You can only hear it. And unfortunately there's not much of a narration to this, <laughs> but we're going to play it for you anyway. So here you go. supernatural about all this guys i don't know i just feel like we're in some kind of danger and we've got to do something i don't like this place it's depressing there's something evil about the house
so anthony this one uh opens up like a lot of these italian movies do with uh, a picture of a spooky house well a video of a spooky house yes. <laughs> and the credits playing in a not uh not a very um uh exciting title card <laughs> yeah, <not at> all. <laughs> it just says ghost house and we get but we do get this very spooky Score. music so it's uh, showing a whole bunch of different parts of the house. There's a light on in it for some reason. I guess they show the attic. I, that that kind of becomes a central part of the movie. Yeah. Right. But um, we uh, see this father looking for Henrietta, which is that a callback to Evil Dead. Yeah. Because remember, it was that was what the uh, the wife. Of the of um, the scientist yes, of yeah, the yeah. archaeologist. It's just a way to connect, connect them, them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's spooky. <laughs> but uh, the father goes down into the basement because he hears a different type of music playing, <laughs> and uh, this is actually even creepier music. Would you say that's uh, correct? Yeah. But uh, let's see. Wait, do I have I have the soundboard again? So I think I can hook us up with a little bit of uh, creepy ass bullshit here. What the fuck is this? I forgot to try to play this in reverse. You probably you can you can do that now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you want me to try to do it in reverse? Okay, let's say uh, hold on, Anthony. Take the take the wheel for a second. Um, <laughs> take the wheel. Well. We're not driving, so <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to deviate off the system. Let's see if I can. There's uh, some there's some ultra green lighting in this attic, or like tour like the lighting is very good. Oh, you you got it? I, I see. Oh yeah, dude, I'm good, man. Yeah, go. <laughs> All right, let's see. It sounds let's... backwards. Wait, 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 wait. That's not what we want. We're gonna just play it. <laughs> It actually sounds more audible this way, but. What is this? Yo, we're gonna die tonight. <laughs> what is this? I can't tell what it says. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> it does sound more audible, though. Yeah, it did. It does sound more like a like yeah. something. I don't see, know. I'll figure lighting, it out. This is the lighting I've been talking about. Oh yeah, I'll figure that yeah. out for next episode. I'll yeah. see if I could if I could do that. But um, he finds her sitting in the dark in the basement, and she's got a pair of scissors in her hand, and the cat is dead in front of her. So she stabbed this fucking cat to death, and is sitting in the dark, and. Uh, the fucking dad screams at her saying, how dare you do this to one yeah. of God's creatures? And uh, he basically just fucking leaves her down there, like locks her in the basement. And uh, that's that. She like picks up this clown doll that she has. This fucking creepy ass looking poltergeist yeah. fucking clown doll. And uh, the dad starts hearing uh, the music again upstairs. I guess he hears it. I don't know. They, he, Whatever, but the light is out, so he goes to tighten it to turn it back on. You know, like when the light bulb gets a little loose, yeah, and uh, it turns back on, but it starts to fucking like expand like blown glass, you know what I mean? And uh, eventually it explodes, and this guy's 
fucking like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um, so he starts picking up the glass from the uh, light bulb and something comes up from behind him. You see like a fucking zombie looking hand and fucking buries an axe right in his goddamn head, Anthony. This is definitely how you start an Italian harp. (laughs) So his wife comes in the room to see what the fuck just happened. And she notices the mirror now bulging and like moving and distorting. And eventually that explodes too. And it like cuts her face and you don't see how bad it is until we see that zombie hand with a knife now come and cut her throat. But you see like her face is all fucked up. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's it for mom and dad and you see the girl sitting in the dark with her clown doll in the basement and we get a little flash forward 20 years later boston massachusetts (laughs) boston massachusetts but um anthony what do you what do you think about the intro to this this film standard it's good for a haunted house film right yeah but it's like pretty like stuff it's like pretty like I like the movie. I might hate it on it, but it's pretty like. Do you like the resolution? Like what is causing yeah. everything? Like, yeah, but I feel like it's like before I even like got like put in the movie to like when I watched it, I'm like, oh, I know how this is gonna play out. Yeah, like, it's gonna be like an intro. It's gonna thing, and it's gonna jump to like a happy thing in the day. <laughs> but it's good. All right, so we get a shot of Boston here, and we see a guy talking on a ham radio, and this is Paul. A ham radio? Ha- that's what it is, right? Ham? Ham, ham radio? You... Isn't that what it is? Ham? Yeah. Like H-A-M, ham? Yeah. A ham radio? Why? It's not? No, I'm just getting like... Is like it? A, like a deli ham. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, you're getting upset. Uh, no, I was like, am I saying <laughs> that It's how other, how other butchers talk to each other is a ham radio. That's a good joke. Oh, That's a good old man joke. <laughs> <laughs> what do butchers use to talk to each other? <laughs> so, he, so he gets... Uh, are you... <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he, gets a, he gets a call from his girlfriend, Martha. And she's coming over later and she says some shit like, oh, don't be too tired for me or some shit like that. And uh, Paul tells Martha, like after their little whatever the fuck they do, uh, about a a strange radio call he got the other night. And Anthony, I have that sequence right here. Something really weird happened last night. Okay, out with it. I feel like he's a really good actor, but she sucks. Yeah, I agree. When all of a sudden the radio just went crazy. I mean, completely crazy. So what's so weird about that? Oh, it's never happened before. I mean, all the circuits just went haywire. And then all of a sudden I heard this voice calling for help. And then a terrible scream. I mean, a really terrible scream. Was it? I don't know. But whoever it was, he sounded really scared to death. So, Anthony, what do you think about that? It's like a setup for, like, the reason why these people are going there. It's it's good. I think it's pretty good. Supernatural phone call over the radio. Yeah. Well, they say, like, uh, ghosts and shit can communicate through electronic devices, right? Yeah, why not much. a fucking radio like that? Like, the head in the, Is that a head? I think so. Right? It looks like there's a head in the, in the washing machine. I think it is. It is a head. Yeah, it definitely is. But uh, after Paul tells her this, she really doesn't seem to give a fuck, right? Yeah. I think she just kind of thinks it's like bullshit. Or at least it's, um, you know, like it was like electrical interference yeah, or, something like that. Or, or something like that. But 
he realizes after this that he's supposed to call his friend over the radio, this friend in Denver or whatever. He's going to give him the basketball score. But when he tries to call, he gets the static and he pretty much starts getting the weird noises again. So his radio Who are you? starts playing this. What do you want? For God's sakes, somebody help me. Oh, we got another one. I think it peaked on the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, we we hear this, and he records it, and he pretty much is, like, obsessed with this. And now yeah. Martha hears it, too. So she realizes, like, that sounds, like, real. They both come to the conclusion that this wasn't a prank, that this was fucking legit. But um, he realizes that he can actually triangulate the signal, calculate yeah, the signal. You could do that back then, I guess. I, well, I guess if you know what you're doing, you can do yeah. it. You can do it. But um, they, they're they going to head to the location of this transmission. He says somebody needs help. But wouldn't they already be fucked up? Like, why the yeah, fuck would you 100%. do Yeah, I just realized you, you were wearing your Drew Napier shirt. Oh, yeah. If I was right, it's an old shirt. Do you have any more of those? Somewhere, if you want one, I'll give you. Yeah, one. man, I want to. I want to wear that. <laughs> I'll find them. You, go find that. Uh, go look in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling for <laughs> Drew Napier. <laughs> Drew Napier versus Tiger Mask. At, um, no, I only went to the training sessions. Uh, oh, <laughs> back in 1992, <laughs> yeah, had a lot of head trauma issues. <laughs> oh my god, that video was brutal, right? right? It's, nah. If you guys can find it, I think it. You should look up Tiger Mask like training video yeah, or something I, I like that. I never saw the video, but I've always saw like like until recently I just saw the video. Yeah, when I showed you that, was that the first time you saw it? I saw clips, but that was like the first long one I saw of like him. It's fucked up, man. He was beating the fuck out of yeah, those kids. Yeah, he was getting the shit out of everybody. So they're driving, Paul and Martha drive into this area to the Lucio Fulci house by the cemetery house yeah. and uh, <laughs> they pick up a hitchhiker on the way who's pretty fucking obnoxious. He he was, he, he like, they did not, they didn't do, they didn't do anything to stop that. No. He like stopped in front of the car and he, he had his hands on the car the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like is pulling that prank with like the hand and steals they five to bucks. Get at that yeah, point, they right? he feel fucking steals five bucks from her. So they drop him off and he also well actually before that he's asking like, oh do you believe in ghosts? And they're like saying like oh no nah, blah 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 but then when they drop him off he's like oh well you should believe in ghosts like your fucking pea brains which he's right. Yeah, <laughs> And um, they find the house where they think that this radio transmission is coming from. And when they pull up, they're approached by the groundskeeper of the of the property, which they don't know that this guy actually like is being paid to look after this area. But his name is Valkos or Valko. I don't know. Valkos or whatever. But uh, he's apparently like from a mental asylum. And yeah. they give him like a stipend to go clean up this area, whatever. But uh, he eventually leaves, and they explore the abandoned, creepy-ass haunted house. This looks like a fucking haunted house. Yeah. Like, if I was, like, to drive by this, I'd be like, that place is haunted. So they hear a noise, and they go upstairs, and they find this other radio setup, this very nice radio setup in the middle of this uh, haunted 
abandoned uh, attic in New England. <laughs> so someone approaches them from behind with a knife and they make it look very ominous. A young but, Elon Musk. Yeah, yes. But it turns out to be Jim. And he said, like, oh, I was just looking for a place to set up. And this had the best reception. And he's there with his brother and his sister. And then there's another woman that I think is Mark's, his brother's girlfriend yeah. or something. And you can tell they're in Italy now. Yeah. Right? Like, like, <laughs> well, at least the fashion's all super Italy. Like, <laughs> I, you know. Ciao. Yeah. Like, <laughs> vroom. You, ever, you ever hear Eddie Izzard, Eddie Izzard, the comedian, his joke about like, in Italy, you just people riding motorcycles and like little Vespas, and they just like going two miles an hour, just chow. No, <laughs> no helmet, just oh. hair flying back, chow. <laughs> so, uh, Jim actually turns out to be a cool guy. Actually, everybody's with turns out to be cool, but Paul plays the tape for Jim, and it turns out that it's his voice. This he's like, and that's my sister Tina's fucking scream. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how this could be possible. Like, this is fucking crazy. And he said he didn't even turn on his radio last night. Yeah. He didn't have something hooked up or whatever. Like, it wouldn't have been possible for him to actually yeah. transmit. So Martha hears the creepy music from before, and she follows it down to the basement. And just as that creepy music stops, we get, like, another new um, set of creepy music, I guess you could say. And I... I love this. Yeah. And all the jars start fucking expanding and exploding. Yeah. And she also sees a fucking head like twirling around in a washing machine. Yeah, there's the, the glass breaking. It actually matches up with this too. Yeah, that's right. But um, this this part is is fucking awesome because she's yeah. like she's having a mental fucking breakdown when this is all going down um she eventually screams and everybody comes running and they find her down in the basement she's bleeding and like can't really explain what the fuck just happened but she said she saw a girl right and uh and the girl had like the clown doll yeah so they're all outside now discussing the tape and what happened just now and susan and tina are bickering so like they're kind of trying to point out that like this girl tina is a liar she's like a kid so she's yeah. you know eating ice cream yeah <laughs> and finally jim is like all right everybody shut the fuck up what the fuck are we gonna do so they decide that they're gonna set up paul's radio a few miles away and they're gonna see if anything comes over tonight which i would be like i would just get the fuck out of here man yeah. I'm, i really they keep going back and going into this house why why dude you just watched how many of your friends and like these acquaintances fucking die why would you go back into the house for science for fucking science <laughs> so it's elon musk man <laughs> so they're all set up now for this experiment or whatever you want to call it and tina's in the rv when the tv turns on and it's the little girl and the clown doll but the little girl's eyes start to fucking bleed yeah. now, which is also very Italian. And the uh, the music, like the fucking weird play uh, music is playing, right? And upstairs, Mark and Jim hear something, like, I guess, going on downstairs. So Jim says, like, oh, I'll go down and take a look. So the TV turns off, but the RV starts to rock, like, violently. Yeah. Everything's getting thrown around. She's fucking having a nervous breakdown. 
But Jim hears the music from the basement and begins to follow it down. And he sees a fan running. It's like an old ass desk fan. And like the blades are twirling, but it's not plugged in, Anthony. And he sees the little girl in the doll. Battery operator. And we hear the dialogue from the tape. The, hey, who's out there? Like, help. <laughs> and uh, the fan blade eventually flies off and cuts his throat. I thought it was like a piece of glass. No, it was a fan blade. Uh, I and, thought like uh, it hit glass and that cut his no, throat. No, no, it was the fan blade came uh. shooting off and, and slit his throat. And um, when Tina goes down because she hears this scream... She sees the little girl and Jim's dead body. Jim. Is this? Yeah, Jim's dead body. Elon Musk. <laughs> when Mark comes down, there's like a random Doberman barking at him, like a ghost Doberman, yeah. right? Oh, here it is. Italians love ghost I, dogs and killer dogs. They love fucking, yeah, yeah. dude, Dickie, fucking this ghost Doberman. <laughs> um, so in the basement... Valkos from before, the weird housekeeper guy, whatever, the groundskeeper. Uh, he attacks Tina with a meat cleaver, a giant, shiny-ass meat cleaver. And Mark manages to save Tina, but the guy kicks him in the nuts and runs away into the night. So Mark sees the shed door open, so he goes in, thinking that he's in there. But he gets attacked immediately by him with a pitchfork, and I think he stabs his arm. But he manages to fight him off for a while till. uh... Paul could come in and he and he chokes him out like yeah. he's giving him the fucking million dollar dream. Um, Dead DiBiase, he's got it out. <laughs> so they uh, they eventually tie him up. They're gonna bring him to the police station. So Paul goes in and he finds Jim's dead body. And outside, Valkos escapes. Groundskeepers back yeah. into the night. So Tina tells Martha about the girl and the doll. Martha instantly believes her despite everybody else saying she's full of shit because she saw it already <laughs> um and she hears the i guess the barking dog from inside the house yes that's what makes it yeah, yeah. and uh she sees like the upstairs light is still on and i guess also she going to see what's like to try the radio maybe i don't know but she grabs some of the like this giant skewer out of the rv i guess it was for like a spit roast yeah um and she enters the fucking house like an asshole. So she notices a door opening and closing. Like you never want to, you never want to go into a room that has a door like that, <laughs> especially in a fucking haunted house. And uh, of course, she goes towards it and then eventually goes in it like an asshole. And this is actually Henrietta's room, I believe. So Martha finds a photo of Henrietta and the fucking clown doll. The evil ass yeah. clown doll. <laughs> so when she goes to pick it up, the music starts playing and the face changes to like an evil, like sharp toothed demonic face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the one from Poltergeist. Seriously. Like they, they 100% ripped it off and all of a sudden the door closes and a windstorm comes in and starts blowing feathers and throwing around like the lamps and all this dumb shit. And Martha, of course, is freaking the fuck out. And the clown actually attacks her from behind and makes like a roar noise it when it jumps up. Though. And uh, she manages to get it off of her and throws it down. But when she looks back into the uh, that little crate that she got it from, the doll's normal looking again. 
And um, she fucking screams. She thinks she's losing it. But Paul comes in to see what the fuck's going on. And he looks into the crate and there's nothing there at all. Damn. You're never there. So the cops arrived the next morning. The cops actually came. Paul yeah. got help. And uh, the cop tells him, like, oh, a terrible crime happened here. Uh, a double murder in May of 67. Like, oh, I, I remember it. I was on that case. 20 years ago. Yeah. Again. So uh, they said the daughter was found in the cellar dead, but there was no cause of death. Like, there was no bruising. There were no yeah. cuts. There was no reason for her to be dead. She was just dead. She was just fucking. Dude, sometimes people just fucking die. <laughs> but the police think that the guy from before Volkos killed everybody and he's still on the loose but uh martha and paul are gonna go home and try to figure out something yeah and um mark and susan are gonna leave once they pack everything up they still gotta get everything together so paul's home listening to the tape again and he's getting crazy with this shit and he's actually getting short with martha too and he like blows up on her and she's she, angry yeah he's she confused. leaves but Paul calls the lieutenant, the cop that was speaking to them uh, before, and he asks, like, oh, like, what did Henrietta's dad do? What did Mr. Baker do for a living? And apparently he worked at a funeral home outside of town. That's never good. Trust me, I know. Yes, you mar, 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 mar. But, but uh, we see Tina and everyone getting ready to leave when uh, the hitchhiker shows up, and he scares fucking Tina, too. What's with this fucking guy? He's going to get stabbed one day. Well, he does, I guess. But uh, he's going to apparently spend the night in this ghost house, Anthony. And uh, so Tina, Susan, and Mark go to leave. But the RV is mysteriously broken down. So the hitchhiker goes in and he begins to explore the house. And he hears a noise. But it turned out to be like the side door swinging open. And he seemed relieved, which I don't get. Like, was, I was that? I would, I would not be by this house. No. So Paul and Martha go to the funeral home and he goes and asks the funeral director about Baker. And the guy tells Paul that like, oh, like Sam would steal stuff off the dead bodies. And like, not like in expensive things, but like little things that nobody would notice. And the funeral director said that he also got mad when Sam took a doll from a girl that they were going to bury. So the doll is cursed and he gave it to his daughter. So Paul goes to talk to the cemetery caretaker now. I don't know what the hell he's going to do, but Valkos ends up in the embalming room with the funeral director after Paul leaves. And he attacks the funeral director with a hammer and bashes his fucking head in. And he throws him into a, uh, a casket while he's still alive and closes the lid. Now, you wouldn't die. You wouldn't suffocate in there. So I don't know why this guy was freaking the fuck out. Um, the coroner tells the lieutenant the cause of death. And it, I would say it's uh, it's quite different than what the uh, lieutenant was trying to say oh, it was. Dear. Look, I, I just can't go along with your reconstruction of this case. What are you saying, Doc? The wound appears to be a clean incision. There are no torn tissues, no bruises. And furthermore, the blade severed the artery on an upward angle, coming from below. So, that boy could not have been killed by a blow from someone using the fan as a weapon. Oh. The only hypothesis that holds up scientifically at all, one of the fan blades broke off while it was running. Centrifugal force sent the blade flying through the air and it sliced through the boy's throat. 
from an upward angle. Imagine hearing that yeah. as a cop, like, how the fuck am I supposed to explain that to anybody? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the cop doesn't buy it still. But uh, the coroner says, like, oh, I think the worst is yet to come. So Susan, Tina, and Mark are still at the house, and Tina's telling them about the hitchhiker, and no one else even believes that he's like a person, that he's yeah. real. But uh, Mark and Susan are fighting, and Tina sneaks out of the RV, and she stupidly looks in the house, I guess, for the hitchhiker, right? Everybody loves this fucking house. Yeah, I guess it's, I guess they're, like, drawn into it. I don't yeah. know. But she finds, like, his fake hand that he used for all these fucking pranks on the stairs and begins to hear the music. So Mark leaves on the bike to get a part to fix the RV. But Tina ends up back in the, uh, I guess she was in the attic at this point. I don't think she was in the basement here. But she sees some shit hanging, so she, like, fucking screams. And uh, she falls back on the floor, and a giant piece of metal falls. This was the thing where, like, a giant piece of metal falls from the ceiling and cuts her in half and bisects her. And, like, you see, like, the one part, you know. Yeah. You you see her, like, cut in half. I always like when they do this shit in these movies. It looks so cheesy. But we see the girl and the doll in the room also. So Susan's going to go shower or clean up or something. And she's washing her face in the bathroom and the water turns to blood. Uh, She freaks out and Tina actually ends up walking into the bathroom. What? She's a bisected. But uh, it turns out uh, when Susan goes to hug her. She turns into the fucking doll and gets attacked. <laughs> so um, she throws it on the floor and runs. This is pretty much like the finale of the yeah. movie. Um, Paul and Martha are now at the cemetery and Paul goes to talk to the caretaker while Martha tries and calls Mark, uh, tries to call Mark on the radio. And Mark returns to the RV finally and nobody's there. But for once... He, uh, the luck is in his favor. Um, Martha gets through to him and tells him like, we, we need to like talk. We need to tell you like, you got to get out of there. But she sees Volkos looking at her. So this fucking caretaker is like really getting around. Yeah. And he's first, they don't really explain why he's trying to kill her or anybody like, was he possessed by the house or something? Before, I just thought he was protecting the house. I think, yeah, like possessed from the house. But uh, she runs from the car into the cemetery. So the caretaker says it's like a cycle. And every fi- uh, like five years ago, kids from Montclair, New Jersey, right? He said Montclair. So yeah. uh, they went missing and were never seen again or whatever. Or they found their bodies later. I don't know. But Montclair, they were dead. Massachusetts? Is there a Montclair, Massachusetts? Because I know there's Montclair, New Jersey. I know I, I, I have been to Montclair, but I've played Montclair, New Me Jersey. Too. Uh, the Meat Locker. Me too. You played the Meat Locker? Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Uh, oh, wait, I've never played there. I've been there actually. Uh, <laughs> Montclair. Um, so Volkos chases Martha into this giant like mausoleum lawn crypt type thing. It makes sense. Montclair is a part of Quincy. Massachusetts, which is right outside Boston. Ah, yeah. there, you go. <laughs> there we go. But uh, and that would make sense. Yeah, because this was right outside Boston, Boston I yeah. guess. Paul finally realizes that she's gone. And Mark realizes that Tina and Susan are also gone. But uh, we see a hand opening up the tomb that's right by yeah. where uh, Martha is. 
and it grabs like this lamp and just throws it at her. That was really weird. It just threw a lamp at her. <laughs> but it's Mark like a little anticlimactic. <laughs> um Mark finds Susan's Walkman in the in the upstairs bathroom and it's playing the fucking scary music. <laughs> so he goes to the attic and he sees the girl and uh he sees the little girl and he sees Tina's bisected body and he suddenly falls to the floor. And then he, like, whatever, like, that bottom floor was opens up and it's like a fucking pit of acid or, like, some sort of, like, blob material. Yeah. Oh, that was a really cool scene. It looked like he was fucking melting, like in, yeah, uh, sight, yeah. like in RoboCop. <laughs> but uh, Susan appears and... Uh, the background noise is fucking wild here yeah. also. I don't I don't know if I have the background noise here. But um she tries to to run, but she's surprised by the hitchhiker's dead body, a very Friday the thirteenth type thing. But we see Mark's melting body crawling on the floor now. He looks all fucked up. And Susan picks up a pair of gardening shears. And she thinks, I guess, a monster or something's coming. And she's waiting at the top of the, like, she's waiting, like, not at, like, the top of the step. She's, like, to the side, like, outside yeah. of the doorway. And once Mark turns the corner, she stabs him three times with these fucking things. But she doesn't realize that it's Mark until he's already dead. So she tries to escape the house, but the Doberman shows up again, the fucking... Spooky Ghost stove. fucking dove. Yeah. Ghost stove. <laughs> Paul goes back to this to this crypt now and he realizes like what he has to do. So he goes to try to open the lid. And uh basically he's gonna burn this fucking this body, <laughs> this little girl's fucking corpse. But it looked pretty good for 20 years it old, did. right? <laughs> but Martha runs into this room and uh he sees Henrietta. And the door bursts open and it's a fucking like, dude, it's like a fucking zombie in a robe. It yeah. looks like uh, like uh, the Grim Reaper, I guess. But we get like a variation of the fucking soundtrack before and it's a little bit cooler. Hold on. It starts playing like almost like an 80s like metal song. <laughs> like you're gonna like it's like the final countdown but um <laughs> how cool is this it's really cool this could be in cobra also yeah but um paul drenches the corpse of the henrietta with the gas while the zombie approaches susan with a knife i like the the ambiance yeah. to this he lights it on fire and everything just fucking disappears that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a good score for like the little like synth lead. You know, it's cool too. They show like the burning body of the little kid. Uh, they normally don't do that, but they yeah. show, they also show the burning doll. So the cops are uh, taken out of all the bodies from the house the next morning. And they're kind of pissed, I guess, that they even had to come back to this. But Paul tells Susan, like everyone will think she's crazy if she says what actually happened. So just keep it to yourself. Yeah. Um, so now I guess this is like, they're back in Boston and we see Martha walking and she turns to the store and sees the fucking evil doll in the window. 
and she starts freaking out marks across the street waving hey susan and like the yeah. light turns for him to walk and when he goes to cross the street he's hit by a fucking bus anthony <laughs> And uh, that's the end. Just you get the, the freeze frame on her face. Yeah, it was screaming. a good ending. I like. I, I like, dude. That's a downer. The, movie's good. the movie's good. It dude. has. Yeah, I, I I would prefer, I would prefer like a cold open of them getting to the house. But I like the movie. Yeah. Mm. No. Overall, this this movie's fucking awesome. I highly recommend this one. I I say this is a fucking ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, it's a very good haunted house movie. It's a very good Italian haunted house movie. If you like House by the Cemetery. You probably will like this. It's a little bit more of a of a cross between Poltergeist and Amityville Horror, but done in a Euro way. Yeah. It, it's really, if you mixed Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, House by the Cemetery together, you get this movie. And it's they really did a good job. It's a great movie. I can't say anything. I mean, House 2 is good. That's part of the La Casa series. But yeah. other than that, man, fuck, well, even that's not even that good. But... Everything else, fuck that. You don't have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch Beyond Darkness. Watch Beyond the Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony, I think it's time now for my the favorite back, segment. Me try to fumble through the back of the box. Ghost House makes Elm Street look like a nice neighborhood. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> In Ghost House, you'll see special effects and splatter galore. The faucets drip blood. The electricity is shocking, and whatever you do, don't go in the basement. Every time the ghost of the little girl and her ghoulish doll appear, someone dies a horrible death, and the putrid powers of evil are unleashed once again. It won't do any good to tell yourself it's only a movie. You won't believe it. This is Ghost House, where death holds the mortgage, and if you move in, there will be hell to pay. That's awesome. That's a really good little uh, blurb on the back. They nailed it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, Anthony, how are we going to top this? We've been doing some pretty good movies I lately. Know, it's good. Yeah, these, I've been recommending all these to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, I think it's time to uh, spin the wheel and make the deal. Yeah. I got to rip that clip of Jake the Snake saying it. Yeah, I'm going to do that, man. <laughs> But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. All right. So, Anthony, let's count down here. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, Anthony, we're going to be doing another borderline sci-fi horror 80s action movie terminator change the change the world in the 21st century a weapon will be invented like no other this weapon will be powerful versatile and indestructible it can't be reasoned with It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose, to return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator. 
You're dead, honey. What day is it? The date? 12th, May, Thursday. What year? Assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. Why does it want me? Why me? Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Terminator. Your future is in its hands. Okay, so Anthony, what's your like history with this movie? Do you... I, one of the movies I grow, grew up on. I, the... remember, I remember seeing Terminator 2 first when I was a kid, really young, very, very, very young, seeing it, um, and then just falling in love with the original. Also, it's one of, my, one of the best action films I've made. Would you say that, that it borders horror? I would say it borders sci-fi. I mean, it is sci-fi. It borders horror a bit. Like, you know, Dude, when like, he's like in the bathroom, like, like fuck yeah. yeah, and yeah. he's looking at his face and it's all fucked up, and you see the eye. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's a concept of would be for like a movie that's like with like, a or like a C or D list movie where it could go straight to VHS. It was crappy, but it had a big budget. It was really, it was really yeah. Cool. The story was simple. Yeah, simple enough, like where it was like you didn't have to dive in too much. And then the next one was probably one of the best computer one of the best computerized movies ever made. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the soundtrack of the first time right. I was actually uh, I was actually just listening to it. I listened to it too. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, actually I, I'm more of a. Are you a soundtrack person? I love this. I love soundtrack. You you're like me, right? Where you yeah. could go and just listen to like a fun all the time. Yeah, all I'm time. really. I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, the Profondo Rosso score, the Goblin soundtrack, <laughs> the Goblin tracks. I don't know. But uh, Anthony, yeah, see, I want people to realize that we're not always. I mean, we're pretty much a horror podcast, podcast but we, we'll do other things yeah. that border that, like that real. I feed the machine. Yeah, yeah, like that real '80s fucking slick VH. Yeah. Because we're when it comes down to it, we're a VHS podcast, right, yeah. Anthony? <laughs> and this is probably one of the most popular VHSs of all time. Dude, I think there's there's got to be at least like 15 American releases of the oh, first yeah. Terminator. Bill Paxton's in Terminator. Yes, he is. Yes. And so is the Night Stalker, Brian he Thompson. He is in it, yep. Wow. And imagine being that third guy who's like a nobody. Yeah. that's That sucks to be him. <laughs> Brian Thompson ended up being here. Puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Puts God the Joe it, Dirt fine. in the hole. <laughs> what's your name, Joe Joe Dirt? <laughs> you know what's... Dude, imagine... See, well, I'm trying to think if they ever made it like an Italian Terminator ripoff. There has to be. Imagine There's what been that would be like. Terminator. There's been like... I think there was. A well, rip- there was like Cyborg. Yeah. That was like a John... Was that John claude Van Damme in that? I think so. But like, know. imagine like a gory-ass, brutal Italian Terminator fucking movie. Yeah, that would yeah. be... I would. I might like that better than the original. And the thing about the original Terminator with me is that like it, it did a very good job 
um, leading into the next yeah. movie. Like the two movies work together perfectly. We yeah, can watch the, one and two, no problem. The third is terrible. Um, I liked Salvation. Sal- Salvation was like fine. I it remember. was like a standalone movie. Yeah, and then um, um, and then I never saw Genesis. I didn't either. And then there was the one of the hardest TV titles to ever pronounce. Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Terminator the Sarah Chronicles. Sa- Sarah Connor Chronicles. Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I think it was called a Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles a Terminator story. Sarah Connor Chronicles the Terminator uh, story. Something like that. Yeah. Boom 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 boom. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just play the Terminator soundtrack yeah. during this whole sequence of us talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but I will say the scene in the, one of the most terrifying scenes when I was a kid to watch because keep in mind I'm watching this movie super young. Nightclub police scene. Well, no, no I'm t- I'm, that whole I didn't see that. Like um, him in the bathroom. No, I'm talking about Terminator Two. Actually, was when when she goes to shoot up the house. Oh, the Miles Dyson. And then he goes in and like it's like a t- like it's an attack. And then he goes he tells the kid to go to his room and he cuts his arm. Oh, and he's yeah. like, yeah. she fucking. You're gonna listen to me. Yeah, yeah, and he like unravels his arm. Yeah, and he's like, oh. And I feel like this the whole that whole that I think in, in Terminator One the nightclub club scene is strictly so realistic with oh, like dude. someone taking a gun and going into like a nightclub. It is like it's pretty unsettling. Yeah, like you see him stalking her and has the music playing, but at the same time, it's very unsettling. This is the most intimidating Arnold has yeah. ever looked in a movie. And it's crazy how they do things like he has his like he's got that floppier hair and then like and then like he gets shocked. He get, well, he gets like what? He gets like electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his hair gets all flipped back. We're doing the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we're thing. just going to put it on now yeah. and just uh you can play along to it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. But uh yeah, next week we will be doing the first Terminator. Oh, so good. Um Anthony, is there anything you would like to plug? Anything you would like to say? Anything you would like to do? Uh no, just uh listen um subscribe uh five stars. Yeah, rate us five stars on any of the platforms you listen to us on. We're available everywhere. Let us uh, let us know what you think. Comment questions. Input, please. Yeah, yeah. We want maybe some recommendations. Uh, We're probably going to start doing a couple Italian films, some more Italian films that I have coming in the mail. But the good stuff, we're going to do the interesting ones, not the fucking normal shit. But uh, next week, we'll be giving you a little bit of Terminator. <laughs> a little excited about A little that. bit of Arnold. I can't even do it. Do an, do an Arnold. I can't really do a good Arnold. No. I, 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 a Stallone? No. It's great. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just lift the weights, man. I can't do the yeah. impressions. <laughs> All right. I will see you next time. Yeah. Next week. Next week? Sure. Or just go back and listen to all our past episodes. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. There you go. There, yeah. There you go. Oh. I'm good. Wait, man. do it for me. Do it for me nice. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs>